One year podcast anniversary. Hyper does not like that. Hey guys, welcome to our one year podcast anniversary show. Podcast anniversary. We've been doing this for one whole 52 weeks, not every week, not even every two weeks sometimes, but <laughs> but we've been doing it for at least a calendar year. We have, so thanks for being with us. We have 30 episodes on Spotify. Our first one was published October 16th, 2018. And today is October 22nd, and 30 is pretty good if we were aiming for bi-weekly. I mean, we weren't originally. We originally were aiming for week. weekly. So and then we went bi-weekly, and now we're monthly-esque, but we're still trying bi-weekly mostly. Hey, big shout-out to people like Emily Johnson, people like Nick Ellison, Molly Everett. Um, who else? Who else listens consistently? Maybe Carter Fisher, um, Ian Villaluz. I'm trying to think of anybody else that I know listens On the reg. all the time. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing somebody, and I'm sorry. Uh, but thanks for supporting us and, and listening. It makes it a lot better when we know at least somebody's listening. So we appreciate you guys and uh, have had a ton of fun doing this. So. Yeah. Shout out to I have a I had a patient the other day who I can't name because that's HIPAA violation. But uh-huh. I told him about my podcast and he is listening. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so hey, sh- patient number six. So shout out to you, brother. I'm happy that you're listening. And I'm happy that you're not in the hospital anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Is that the truth? I'm not sure. Is that HIPAA? I don't know. Shout out to our wives for not being too annoyed when we jump on the microphone and chat about games for a whole hour every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And shout out and, to Christian for hanging out with me. Oh, shout out to you, my friend, for staying over that one night. <laughs> <laughs> years and years ago. Shout out um, to uh, Piper. That's what I was going to say. Oh, were you? Yeah. Shout out to Piper for <laughs> shutting up. Just being a dog. Thanks for being a dog. Keep it up. You want to do a little podcast memory? What's your She's favorite a loser. podcast memory? <laughs> uh, my favorite podcast memory? Um, I don't know. Let me think about it. Okay, I got I got one. Oh, you have one, one my, set up like already you had it? Well, I think I have two. Wow. One is the episode that we did with our wives was really fun. Um, I liked having them on and getting their perspective on things. And I think that still has our most listens. So people obviously enjoyed it and cared a lot more about that than us. So um, That's And right. then I also have a piece of my heart that uh, is very happy whenever something goes horribly wrong during a podcast. So if like, oh, like, you know, we, we're both living our lives and have wives and bar, and that was all, that was bars right there, have lives and wives. And, um, <laughs> and so we don't get paid to do this. We just do it for fun. And so whenever the wives are in the kitchen and they're yelling about spiders that need to be killed and stuff, and I have to drop what I'm doing to run in there and kill spiders, and you can like hear it in the background, those are always really fun. Mm-hmm. I like those episodes, even though they're <laughs> stressful in the moment. It makes it know that it's it's real and genuine. Yeah. I also liked very recently talking about the KFC thing. That was super fun. I just actually listened to that episode. Nice. Because I do really... listen to all of our episodes. Just to <laughs> do you really? I do, because I want to know how good we sound. 
Okay. Does it sound okay? I think so. You don't listen to our own podcast? I do sometimes. I listen to like the first 10 minutes maybe, and I'm like, okay. I mainly listen on the way to work because sometimes I get tired of music. You know? You ever have that? Oh, yeah. But I just listen to other people's podcasts. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't know what my favorite memory is. Um, I think it's funny when like we're rushed and you can tell we're rushed and we're like, okay. I think those are always really funny. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, me and Vincent both like whenever things are going wrong. That's yeah. usually the most entertaining time is when it's stressful. Yeah. So thanks okay. for podcasting with me for a year and to many, many, many more years. Yeah. Maybe we'll grow and it'll become even bigger than it is now. It and feels then, like a year went by so fast. It wasn't even, it's not even like that hard to do. So it really it's, does it's, uh, feel great. like it's been so fast. Like I remember texting you saying like, Hey dude, you want to do a podcast? And you were like, yeah, let's yes, do it. hundred percent. Of course. I would love to. And like, so, that's it. Now we're going. And now we're here. And the first episode was literal shit, but now <laughs> you haven't it's even a, lot, back and listened to a it? lot better. No, it oh, is so bad. It is actual trash. Like, try just like two minutes of it. You're going to be like, oh, God. Oh, God, don't listen to the first episode. I'm so loud and staticky and you're like really quiet. It is. And I tried so hard to edit that. <laughs> now we rough, record separately dude. and put it together and we have... Uh, yeah, it's a lot better now. And I have like a preset and audacity on how to export it so it sounds decent. I think we've got a good thing going. The only thing I still can't figure out is kind of, I think my mic is still a little bit like, there's, well, we don't need to get into it. But I'm, we're still working on some stuff even after a year. So Mine sounds bassy. Uh, I feel like my voice is always bassy. But I think that's yeah, just yours me. Yours is so clear. Am I, I think my mic has like a little like, a high pitch noise behind it sometimes and i can't tell what how to do how to change it i think it's just our voices you're a bass boy give and me some feedback i'm a bass boy and you're a high pitch boy high pitch boy <laughs> that's me well vincent i've been playing some freaking games yeah me too but also it's been a month and i kind of want to catch up only the highlight of my last month was like this past weekend two well, highlights okay, so- two highlights go Two highlights go. My friends, uh, our our best friends in Orlando got married. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Who's that? That was really great. Their names are Donovan and Haley. Shout and out! Shout out! Shout their out! Their wedding was crazy. Shout out, B and H. Their wedding was crazy. They had like fireworks and a live band, and it was just like uh, a little fireworks over the top. and a live band. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, so that was a ton of fun, and. Uh, we just feel really connected to them, which is great. And then the other highlight is this weekend we went to um, the Petrified Forest, which I probably talked about during around this time a year ago. Um, and it is a like scare trail in Orlando, a local scare trail that's like twenty five bucks, and you can go on three trails, and they are pretty dang good. Like their production quality is is honestly rivals that of Halloween Horror Nights, and I'm always like very impressed by them so i had a ton of fun with that Alyssa got targeted like crazy and that was a lot of fun um, to watch her get scared so i love spooky time spooky time is good you should go back and listen to our halloween episode i will what about you highlights (laughs) from the last month i turned 27 oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah i called you you mother yeah 
and I totally meant to answer. And then I forgot to call you for like two days, and I was like, I really got to call Christian back. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Yeah, I turned 27. Did you have a little party? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I was trying to remember. Okay. No, we had a, we had a, um, the, we went to the Elam's house, Nana's, for, um, like, lunch or dinner, and I got a Roomba, because I asked for it. Nice. But, like, I know it's kind of lame to get that for a birthday present, but it's not. A Roomba Whatever, dude. rocks. Yeah. Our house is so clean all the time. It is amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. It feels so Does good, Jack dude. sit on it? Huh? Does Jax or Ellie sit on it? No. <laughs> Are they afraid of it? Uh they were. Now they, they kinda don't care anymore. Okay. Um, so that was that was cool. Um I went to two concerts, Thomas Rhett and Billy Currington. Cool. And on Friday I'm gonna go see Post Malone. So we've been hitting oh, a lot dope. of concerts. That's awesome. Yep. My mama call. <laughs> see you on TV. That's for Nick. Keep going. Some such shit don't change since you was young. I dreamed it all. Ever since I was. <laughs> and seen. All right. And <laughs> young, I said I would be nothing. Now they always say congratulations. It's your podcast anniversary. Congratulations, podcast anniversary. That's us. Um, I'm going to go see Hobo Johnson. Oh, dude. I was going to go to that concert, too. Me and Emma are going. Um, When is it? November 2nd? Yeah, I think. Uh, I know, because Zach's going to that, dude. You could come. Well, the, th- the issue is because is it's the day of, it's the day after the party, and Mark and Garrett and everybody's coming to town. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to be yeah. like, all right. Thanks for coming to town, guys. I'm gonna go drive to Orlando. <laughs> Just bring with the, yeah, have everybody get tickets. Well, um, Abby hates uh, Hubbo Johnson. Oh, well, he wouldn't appreciate that. Who wouldn't? Hobo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super jealous. You're gonna go see Hobo. I'll tell I'm you. I'm excited. And the opener is one of my favorite bands too. They Mom Jeans. They're super good. Oh, you've mentioned them before. Yeah. Not Pathos. Uh, Pathos. Well, well, I said one of. Oh. <laughs> one, uh, one of my favorite games. Got Yeah, okay. Um, another exciting thing, and then we'll get into games, um, unless you have other exciting things. I'm finishing my D&D campaign tonight. The one that you started? Yeah, like freaking however long ago. I feel like I, it's been over like a year and a half. I didn't even realize you started it. Is this the same one that you mentioned that you were writing for and I have your Google Doc of? No, that one we oh. haven't started yet. So oh. we've been playing through the Adventure Zone um, as a like actual game. So that's been like fun, but also like a little bit more narrative heavy than I expected, which is fine. Um, but we're finishing it up tonight, so I have to finish writing mine. I'm doing, I'm getting there on mine, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice, I'm excited for you. Man, it's been so long. Okay, I have some games to talk about. Transition. Are you ready? Yeah, so it's been an entire month. I think we should yeah. just start. Should we start with our homework? Yes. Let's okay. do it. Homework. We did... Um, what's it called? 
Um, a finger licking good time. I love you, Colonel Sanders. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger licking good dating simulator. <laughs> finger licking good dating simulator. I streamed part of this game. Wow. Did you know that? No, I did not. I've been using our channel. Wow. No, I had no idea. A little bit. I'm still working out the kinks. Because everybody on Discord sounds like they're... Like, you can barely hear them. And then my mic does have, like, that high-pitched noise. And then there's some other stuff that i got to figure out. But I have been streaming a little bit. And so I did stream part of the KFC game. And I put my camera right over the text box. So I could not... <laughs> nobody could read what was going on. <laughs> so that was a big bummer. Nice. Did you have an audience? Um, I think so. Maybe at one point. But... I only have one monitor, so if I want to have the chat up, I need to pull out my laptop and then go to the like chat, um, which I totally can do. But I think when I was playing that game, I didn't even think about that. I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'll just play and talk." And then it sounded like trash because I was super, I was super quiet, and yeah, it was just bad time all around. But the uh, the game itself was, I, I thought, it was pretty funny and good. Okay, that's good. I. <laughs> got frustrated so i beat it i like beat you know quote unquote beat it there's not really like you can't really do anything wrong i don't think like it's more like a narrative story that you're just kind of playing through and i was confused i don't know if there are multiple endings or not but i never got i didn't get to kiss the colonel there is multiple endings ah frick i know that for a fact there is multiple endings dang it so I just screwed up, and it was like, oh, you have a romantic, like, inkling with the colonel, but not business partners, and definitely didn't get to kiss my sweet Colonel Colonel Mustard man. Oh, that's unfortunate. So I was a little, I was a little disappointed, but the writing was okay. It was good, and um, there were some funny moments. I think that the it's only about an hour and a half long. And you have three days of a semester at cooking school, and your goal is to kind of seduce Colonel Sanders or become his business partner. And I don't think I really accomplished either of those, but <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny and uh, nice. had a decent time playing it. I don't, I'm sensing a dissenting opinion. Uh, I thought the game, I, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a free game, it was commercial, and I thought it was just a meme, honestly. Yeah. So, that's why I stopped playing it. I, I only got about an hour in, which I know is very close <laughs> to the so end. Close. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, I had basically finished day two. Okay. Was where I was at. Um, Man, do you remember the music from... Did you have, like, the battle scene? Yeah. Not, like, the uh, against the monster, but, like... When you were in the, uh, like, an Iron Chef-esque type thing. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And then Ash I might not Ashley came the in, and there was, like, this major guitar riff thing going on. And it was, like, <laughs> way too intense. Do you uh, remember that? I I think I remember mentioning something when I was streaming about how epic the music was. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th I mean, the game is a meme, straight up. Yeah, that it's funny because it's a meme and they know it's a meme and they know they're a commercial. So in terms of like game, I did not enjoy it. However, okay. you know, it's a KFC game. So I enjoyed it because it was it knew what it was. 
Yeah. And that's what you have to respect with a lot of things. You know, like, that's what I feel like with a lot of, like, movies and things like that. People expect way more than it is. Like, a big one for me that. is, like, Pacific Rim. People, like, poop on Pacific Rim. And I'm like, it's a movie about giant fighter robots and monsters. Like, they know exactly what it was. There didn't need to be a story. Yeah. And it's kind of like this game. Like, they knew what they were building, and they did it well. I just don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I, I also thought... never really liked dating simulator games. I've never played yeah. one, and I don't think I ever want to play one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one I played besides this is called Monster Prom. Um and you can play it with multiple people. So you can do like a, um, like it's almost like a versus dating simulator, which is kind of fun. So I have a good time playing that. But I I agree. Like, I, I think I would have been a lot more satisfied if I had known like that there was multiple endings and that I needed to like try my best. There was a scene near the end where you're like kind of doing the final battle, chef battle, and I screwed up a couple things. Or maybe it was uh, when Ashley and you battle in the cafeteria and I screwed up a couple things and I was like, and I was kind of disappointed because I think that that might be the one thing that I did that like really uh, made my ending not as good anymore. But it was fine. I The Colonel's a hunk. He'll continue to be one. And this he game is a hunk. Down. Yeah. It's, it'll go down in, in like uh, history as a great marketing ploy because it had a lot of people talking about it and they did a decent job with the implementation did you um did you ever like prematurely have a game over no is that a thing that you got yeah what happened so on day one in the cafeteria when yeah. you try colonel sanders chicken mm -hmm. do you remember that yeah so we ate it and then the galaxy comes up and stuff and it's like you're spinning and, and all that stuff do you know what i'm talking about yep. so yep. i clicked like swim towards the light and then and I, beca died. I became lost and i died <laughs> that's funny yeah that the little student gag of the guy who like uh like turned into a ghost that was pretty funny like there was this oh student, yeah he's a his meme. name was yeah whose name was student and he like tries to introduce himself and then ends up eating something and dying and um, turns into a ghost. And he's like, I need you to avenge my death. All you have to do is say my name. And then you like cut him off and you never tell he never tells you his name. And in the end, he comes back and he's he's like not a he hasn't been a ghost the whole time. He's been a student the whole time took off his ghost costume and was like you still i thought this was the only way that people would want to know who i am is if i was actually dead and then <laughs> people still didn't want to know who he was, it was so mean but it was really funny that's funny. that was probably my favorite little bit there's a couple i mean there's there's a bunch of little silly things in that if you're looking yeah. for an hour and a half to blow on just something stupid colonel, colonel sanders a finger licking good time is the way to go it's a free game yeah didn't cost me a dime. Just um, time. In fact, I probably, I probably paid. Well, yeah, it's like free marketing, so it makes sense. Um, I do we want to keep talking about it? I, I'm good to move on. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about it. Okay, I finished Fire Emblem finally. Um, I know I was pretty close last time that we recorded, um, and I don't have much to say about it. Like the ending was satisfactory. I played through the Golden Deer route. And so I beat the final boss, um, or I beat a boss, 
and I was I had looked it up. I was two levels away from the end. So on the second to last level, I was like, okay. It's like I've been playing on hard this whole time. It's like these these characters aren't that important to me. I usually don't even use them that much. So I let some people die, which I usually don't do. But I was just getting frustrated by the way that this last one of these last levels was set up, because um, you would go you would strategically like eliminate everybody and then you go into a room. Um, and if all your guys were not healed up, as soon as you open the door, the big bad of that level would like let out like a, essentially a sonic scream that would like damage everybody a lot. And so I was frustrated because, um, if any of my guys were damaged at that point, when I went through that door, then they would like die. And I was like, okay, I, like, I kind of took my losses. I was like, okay, that person died. That person died. That's fine. That's not a big deal. I don't really care about them that much. I'm just going to move on. And so I finished that level. And then I got to the last level. And the very last level was pretty dang difficult. And so and I you sacrificed. Lost those people or? It's like a difficult fight in general. Oh. But then on top of that, like I had lost some people. And so I was frustrated at myself that I allowed that to happen because it really made it not as fun in the end. And I actually had to end up bumping the difficulty down just for the last level to go to normal. Um, and I was kind of disappointed by that. But I just wanted to see the end anyway and get through it so that I could play something else. Um, and so that was kind of a disappointment. But the story was good and um, ended in a great spot. And I, I went ahead and traded it in to GameStop. So I won't be playing through the other two routes. I know that that's probably a disappointment to some people. But... Um, overall, I had a good time with my Golden Deer route, and I don't desire to, like, I, I if I want to know the lore and everything else that happened, I could just kind of check it on, fun, on uh, online, so. Makes sense. I'm happy yeah. I finally finished it. It was really good. I, I, uh, I got my fix. I kind of, like, don't know when the next time I'll play a Fire Emblem game is, because, like, I... It has to, like, create, like, a decent amount of buzz for me to want to play it. Like, there was another one that came out that um, was between Awakening and this one that just, like, wasn't that... Apparently wasn't as good as people wanted it to be. And so I was like, nah, I'm not going to play that. But I heard such good things about this one. I agree that it's probably one of the best... One of the better Fire Emblem games that I've played, which there are two of. But um, <laughs> I still like Awakening a little more. But I've heard that this is a, a really good one for the series. So... Nice. I'm happy you yeah, finished yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I finished uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> nice. Andromeda? <laughs> yeah. Remember how I was oh. playing that game and then I just like yeah. stopped? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, went back and finished it. So I, because you know I haven't been playing it. So I was like, you right. know what? Like, just stop doing all these missions and just finish the game. So I went, I was on the last mission, turns out. Like, I just had to go to the area and do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so it was kind of it was kind of cool of an ending. Um, well, ending leading up to the end. So, like, I went onto this planet and like everybody that I had helped, like we put a call out to everybody, so they all like showed up. So I'm on this planet like driving my car, and all these people are like flying in ships above me and like shooting stuff down, and they're just like, "We got you back, dude!" And it felt it felt pretty cool, like just flying through this like woods, and people are just like helping me out shooting and stuff i was like nice this is pretty cool uh yeah the actual end is like whatever i mean that, there was the big bad guy at the end here i am i'm big um then you beat him up and the game's over <laughs> and then there's like an epilogue <laughs> and you just like go talk to everybody 
that you like recruited on your adventure and they all have like dumb stuff to say like wow you did a really good job thanks for uh being an awesome guy and so then you uh finish the game off and basically what you were doing is you were the pathfinder you know we were talking about and you, yeah you uh paved the path for everybody so now like the next wave of everybody that was in like cryostasis they're awakening because now there's actually like um an infrastructure for them to come in and start developing so those people are all excited and stuff they're like oh thanks for helping us out man we really appreciate you and then you end the game and you're like that was fun let's just keep exploring and the game's over <laughs> oh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so bummer. yeah it was like a week like ending ending but yeah you know overall i had a good time with the game and i ended up because because the game is glitched at, at certain points you know they just didn't right. patch these certain things and stuff so um and i was pretty much done with most of the quests and stuff i'm at 92 percent complete so okay i did a pretty so good that's job. super yeah, that's super close yeah so and that's good enough for me like i'm not gonna I'm not going to finish it, like, the 100%, but I think I'm pretty satisfied with how far I even got with that, you know? Yeah, you should be. That's great. <clears throat> so, I finished that game, yay. <laughs> so, well, congrats. I was not expecting that. <laughs> so, uh, what else okay. did you play? I played Goose Game, Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. It was fun. It was about two hours long. It's a That's series... It? Two yeah, hours? It's, very, it's pretty short. That um, game was also like um, delayed so long. So you can do more than what I did. There's kind of like you go through the main game and then it opens back up and you can go back to each area and do extra tasks. Um, and I got oh, a digital, so like I could go back and play more. But the main kind of like storyline took me about two hours to finish. Mm -hmm. um, it is a very good funny game the goose is incredibly realistic it looks like i mean it's not like detail like graphics realistic but the way it like walks and the way it um like spreads its wings and stuff like looks like a dang goose they did a great job nailing down goose physics um <laughs> and it's a series of like small encounters so you'll be at a man's garden and you have a to-do list like it's yeah, like I have, written on I saw a piece of paper donkey's video about yeah. it so and I'm, I'm vaguely um, familiar with it and then you go on and you'll try and accomplish everything on that to-do list and then you'll go on to the next area and it is a little like street corner that has a boy a tv shop and like a girl and like a woman selling some things out of her market and then you'll do your to-do list there and and then you'll keep going and there's i think three or four um like little encounters like that there might be five total um but it's very fun and the whole thing is to be an annoyance to the people around you so with the farmer you will like have to go and like it says get the farmer wet so you can either like trail him into the lake or turn on a sprinkler that like makes him wet did you get his with rake the in the lake Oh, I put the rake in the lake. That was not a hard thing to do. <laughs> Ducky takes five hours to get it done. But that was fun. Put the rake in the lake. Um, put the rake in the lake. With the boy, you can. Uh, he has like a, a plane that he's like playing with, and you can take his plane and put it in the store, and then he has to go and buy it back from her. So, uh... 
<laughs> so that was a really funny Stupid. thing to do. <laughs> so silly. I like that one. That's yeah. silly. So that was a good one. Um, and then there was, uh, what else? And yeah, there's just all sorts of like little annoying things to do to people that are like funny um, and are creative, like little tiny puzzle solving moments. Um, none of it is particularly hard. Um, some events lead to other events. So you have to kind of figure out what each one does. Um, so it's like for the farmer, he puts up a sign that um, he like hammers in. And so if you honk, which is a function of the game, um, before he does his third hit of the sign, then he'll hit his own thumb and knock the gate open for you to be able to move on. But one of the to-do lists is also to get him to wear his hat. So you have to you have to like make him hit his thumb, open the gate, go on the other side of the gate, make him hit his thumb again. He falls over, passes out. You take his hat, move it somewhere else, and then he puts on his sun hat, which is another to-do list item. So there's like a little bit of complication in some of them that make it like at least a little bit of a thinker. Um, the ending is like really satisfying. I know it sounds like funny, but it's kind of really cool. It's essentially um, a fetch quest the whole time. Um, so you are going through all these areas to get to a tiny miniature town that has a bell at the end of it. You can see that in Donkey's video. He like knocks down the tower and um, you grab this bell and then it's like take the bell all the way back. So you go all the way back through, but the whole time the bell is like ringing as you're going. So people are getting attracted and trying to take the bell back from you. So you're like sprinting, trying to find your way through and it becomes almost like a stealth kind of game, which is fun. And you get back to the very beginning and you realize that your nest or the place that you came from is like full of bells. So you, you're just like a terrorist that has been like stealing bells this entire time. Um, and you come back, uh, and then I guess they replace the bell and the cycle begins again. So it was pretty, pretty goofy and <laughs> That fun. is a pretty silly end. I like that. Yeah. I like and, how they uh, left it as a Untitled Goose Game as the name. That's yeah, good. That's, that's good comedy right there. Great creative little game. And so I had a good time with it. And then it, yeah, it opens back up and you can have more to-do lists to do other things um, in each little vignette. And uh, some of them are like interactive with other like scenarios so it's like take the farmer's hat to this person like in a different area so there can be other stuff that happens too so that i i liked it it was a good little game and definitely worth i i would say probably like it'll probably be on sale especially for steam like summer sales and stuff or, yeah yeah so pick it up if it goes on sale i don't know if it's 15 dollars worthy but it's still i had a really fun definitely charming little game so. mm-hmm yeah. Sometimes you just need that, you know. Yeah, I'll I'll go over another quick one if you don't mind. Um, I've also been playing Trine Four with a couple of friends with Nick and Brett, um, and that game is really fun. Uh, it is a puzzle solving game where you play as one of three roles. So you're either a wizard, a knight, or a archer slash ranger kind of person, and so each one has a different ability. Um, the ranger can like create ropes and like fire arrows. The wizard can make boxes and levitate things. And then the knight can like do slams to hit boxes up or, or break other things. So, um, that game's been really fun. It's the fourth in the series. We've played a bunch of them together, me and, uh, Nick and Brett or not a bunch. I think we played one or two of them before this one. Um, 
and it was really funny. We were playing it, and we don't care about the story. We just kind of go through it for the puzzles and the camaraderie, which is great. But the um, we were trying to figure out. This was the most frustrating thing about it. I was very surprised. We were on Switch, and this is not Nintendo's fault. This is the developers. Um, but we made a multiplayer lobby, and you have to start your game. So Brett would start a game, and then we would click to join Brett's game, and it would put us in a random game instead. And we tried that like four or five times, and it like wasn't working. Like what the heck? And so we realized we were getting put in someone else's game. So maybe if we put if we picked somebody else's game, it would put us in Brett's game. So we went to like the one other like lobby first uh, trying on the switch at that point clicked on it and it put us in brett's game just like so stupid it was so frustrating I, yeah, I kind of don't even understand what you're saying to be honest okay so imagine like on xbox you're trying to join your friend's party right yeah and you click on your party but then you get to put in a party with strangers instead so you but had then, to pick strangers parties to get into <laughs> yes to get into brett's party all right that Does that make no, no, that so makes dumb. sense. I just don't understand how that could even happen. I know. It was so stupid. And then once we had done that, we were still, we couldn't like mess with the settings once we were all joined in and we didn't want to risk not being um, together again. And so we had, um, in Trine 4, you can have a fourth player slot if you want. Um, it's meant to be played with three people, but you can have a fourth. Um, and we, so we had it on public. And this guy joined towards the end of our session, and he was so annoying. His name was Spooky Tom. So if you're out there, Spooky Tom, listening to this, we are annoyed by you. And he would <laughs> just, like, frick up our puzzles, like, constantly. So we were, like, in the middle of, like, levitating something and just, like, spawn a box and, like, break everything that we were doing. It's like, Spooky Tom, please stop. And there and was no way to kick anybody. You can't. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. They have so many oversights. It was so dumb. Uh <laughs> So we were a little frustrated by the end, but it was still a lot of fun, and I definitely recommend it. It's kind of like medieval-esque themed, and you have like a little bit of combat, but mostly puzzle solving, and it, it's a blast. So I recommend it. Nice. It sounds silly. That <laughs> sounds yeah. silly. Hit me. Um, uh, still playing Tomb Raider. Okay. Um, if you listen to last week's episode, because I just listened to it. I have nothing new to report about it. Okay. It's it's definitely slowed down a lot in terms of, like, things blowing up all the time like I was talking about. Yeah. Um, I think that must have been just, like, the beginning and, you know, getting the stage set and all that stuff playing. But now it's, like, Mm -hmm. that open world, kind of do whatever you want, and it's a lot more chill on on, on all that type stuff. So I'm, uh... I think I'm getting pretty close to the end of that as well. I would guess my hours are probably between 30 and 40 for that game right now. I've been playing that mostly right now. Yeah. So I'm like 76% of the way. I'm like actually collecting everything for this. Because you can get get extra levels and stuff um, to progress your character if you collect more. So that's why I've been doing it. Um, And it's It's a fun little game. Just exploring and finding stuff and shooting people with arrows and whatnot so it's silly but fun Nothing. do you have any idea how much longer you have do you think uh yeah i think i'm pretty close to the end nice yeah i mean i'm 76 percent of the way through and i also have a bunch of stuff collected so like i think i'm getting pretty much there 
I'd imagine. That's why I'm trying to find my next game to play. I already got it in the back of my head, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, nothing really new to report. Have you, like, uh, games like, you know, Uncharted and stuff like that, you would like this? Yeah, so. I haven't played anything. I haven't played Uncharted, and I should. I need to get that collection. But there's so many games coming out, man. I know. Got I know. Luigi's next week. Got freaking Death Stranding. I watched the I watched the like trailer for Outer Worlds and was like, dang, that game looks really good. I got so many freaking games I want to play. Games. The po- Pokemon. Games. Games. Yeah. What about um, Pokemon? Did we put news about that? About what? They about just, the new Pokemon? Yeah, they had the Nintendo Direct about it. Ah, right, go for it. Or look it up while I talk about Link's Awakening. Okay. <laughs> um, I finished Link's Awakening. Started it, finished it. It was great. Um, I never... I played the GBA one, or the Game Boy one, on the Wii U, I think? Like, it was like a virtual console game that you could get, and so I played a little bit of it. Uh, I got it for free, I think, at one point. And never finish it, but this new playstyle was awesome, super cute and chibi, but it was very fun. Um, and there was a little bit of frame rate issue, but I started not noticing it as much um, the further on I played. Um, it is a kind of traditional top-down Zelda style. Um, there's a little less direction to it, but you are going through the dungeons trying to collect all these items and then once you have them all you're facing the final boss and that's the the main direction of it so i had a fun time with it um i think the story is kind of cool um if you don't want any spoilers if you haven't finished it skip ahead about like a minute um but the whole idea is that this island is a dream so um it's not real you you land on it but your goal is to collect the seven instruments wake the wind fish isn't that Um, the same as the other one as the other one? Which one? The old one. As the, like, original version of this game? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's the same. I, I'm I pretty mean, sure that's the same thing, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it's any different. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And you wake the windfish, and then the island, like, disappears forever. So the whole, like, monsters are trying to, like, stop you from doing it because they don't want to disappear, but the people are kind of fine with it, it seems like. Um, and... It was really fun. There's kind of a, there's like a mechanic where you have to dig up seashells or like find seashells. Um, it's like the main collectible in that game. There's only 50 of them, so it's not like crazy. Um, and I got 40, which allows you to get like the master sword of the game. It's called the Koholent sword. Um, you could shoot beams with it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was the only like crazy thing. But the only, there's like a trading quest that was pretty fun. But overall, it's just a great game and like, the it's like a pretty small map and you can teleport and you get those kind of like standard zelda upgrades and it's just like for somebody that hasn't played it or to completion ever like it was great and i've heard it's really great for people that have played it and like have that nostalgia for this game boy game so i really really liked it and thought it was cute and fun um what would you say your hour count was for it um it was probably within like i bet under 20 it wasn't it wasn't crazy yeah um but the other thing, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too long, and it wasn't, and that's kind of a little bit frustrating. That it was sixty bucks. I wish they would go back to like the pricing structure, like because this is a hybrid console. Like they just have been pricing everything at sixty um, for new games, and I kind of wish that they would do like the three D three DS slash Wii U pricing, where it's like if a game's coming out on mobile, it's forty bucks. If it comes out for console, it's sixty bucks, which makes sense. And then 
you could just gauge the price of a game like not solely on hours but maybe on like like you're not making a brand new game out of this like you have the puzzle pieces you just have to like redo the engine and redo which is a lot of work but i I just don't know if i would believe that this was like worth 60 bucks yeah makes Um, sense so i'm not sure about that for a game that exists too you know what i'm saying yeah exactly and it wasn't hard it was definitely not like a difficult game to play either so yeah um i i had a fun time with it nice um okay i have one more it's been a month sorry i have one more too okay yeah you go i i played a game on mobile yeah oh mobile game mobile game i'm still playing that mario kart it's not very good (laughs) okay well if you want to play a cash grab play marvel strike force Ooh, you is that played? the fighting game? Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's not like um, not like a, you know, Tekken Street Fighter because there is one okay. like that too. I think that's called, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. No, that one's called like Test of Champions, I think, or something like that. Got it. Um, Marvel Strike Force is a straight up cash grab, though. Like, couldn't be more of one. It seems like there's multiple types of games for this. Um, looks like Star Wars has one for it, and just like disney has one for it like you can oh, just okay. do it with like disney characters um basically it's like five on five battle turn-based combat and you have each character has um like a primary ability that you can just always use and then there's charges you can do for like their special abilities so like spider-man for example i have him he can his like middle ability middle tier i guess he can yeah. hit multiple people like he just kind of combos everybody and then his like bigger one is he does a lot of damage to one target and then he'll stun them so with like webbing and whatnot it's just yeah. like a strategy based turn game in that sort of sense okay. um so i have played the disney version of this yeah for like a minute yeah i mean it seems like there's a lot of them around because it's an easy cash grab game i mean uh, genuinely so Basically, the cash grab for it is the it, because of the story. The story is there's this villain called Ultimus, mm-hmm. and he um, traps heroes from other dimensions into orbs, and he can like summon those heroes t- to continue taking over different dimensions of Earths and stuff. So now they're at this like main Earth, which is where this game takes place at, and the heroes here are like, "All right, we gotta beat them all up." But all of our people are stuck in these orbs, so you can unlock your orbs and get people out of there. And so you get, when you unlock your orbs, you get shards, and those shards you collect until you get enough to unlock that orb. So for example, I'll go into the game real quick. It takes a minute to load. But, so some people will take like 15 orbs, and they're more like lower tier characters. So for example, like one is just like a shield operative. Like, some no-name, you know, she works for S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever. So she takes 15 shards to get. Got it. You follow me? Whereas, like, better-tiered people, like, um, they're running a campaign right now for Magneto. He's 310. So I will never get Magneto unless I'm buying shards. Right. See what I'm saying? exactly. And there's just, I mean, you have the entire Marvel Universe to go off of so basically you just add any character and people are going to want to buy it so like yeah. they just added in um 
what's his name with the flame skull ghost rider yeah they just added him and he's 100 shards Nicholas cage nick cage is in the game right now <laughs> um the offers are ridiculous though dude so like i've never played a game like this where for example wolverine upgrade your mutant brawler with this special deal get 55 wolverine shards so it takes 45 so you unlock wolverine and you get 2,000 orbs, so you can get some extra gold. 20 bucks. What? Dang. Yeah, and you just get Wolverine. You want Falcon? You can get him plus some other bull crap for 30 bucks. Yikes. <laughs> right? It's insane. Like, they keep bringing up these offers, and I'm like, who is buying these? No, I don't want it. But, I mean, because it's Marvel, I'm sure people are actually buying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um,. So I spent $3 on this game. $3. Okay. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Hit me. When I first bought, when I first downloaded the game, um, started kind of getting into it, and I was like, yeah, I could see myself kind of farting around with this game a little bit. Um, there's two campaigns. There's a, a hero campaign and a villain campaign. And there's actually more than that, but there's only those two to start. So to get the additional shards would have taken me so long and you get a couple characters to start the game mm -hmm. and they obviously do this on purpose they only give you two villains but you need three to start the campaign so i was like you know what like i want to play this campaign so that i can just like keep going with the game so i spent three dollars and i was able to unlock venom okay and so i was able to basically i expedited playing the game by like a month because I would have had to keep collecting characters. There's shards to try to unlock just the villain one. See what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So that was kind of annoying. Uh, but I'm happy that I did it because I was able to, to kind of speed up the game a little bit. Um, it's a fun little game. I've, I've farted around on it way too much for sure. Yeah. Let me look. So I have like a screen time thing real quick. Is it like a real turn-based strategy game? Is that... Well, you don't play against real people. People have their their peep, their characters in it, there, and you okay. set up like a defense. So okay. they'll play you, but not real time. Got it. And that would be a little more cool for sure. Yeah, but like, if like, is this practically just for the gameplay loop? Is this practically Marvel Pokemon? Um, I guess in an essence, except for all five characters are out at the same time. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So, this is so my... It's more like Marvel uh, Final Fantasy, old Final Fantasy. Yeah. My last okay. 10 days, I have 3 hours and 18 minutes of game time for it. So And I downloaded it a while ago. I would yeah. guess that I've played at least 7 hours of this game. Wow. It's a good... It's a chill, like, poop game, for sure. Yeah. That's why I like it, because you just, like, click a bunch of buttons, fart around a little bit, and you kind of get to that point and you're like oh i've been sitting on the toilet for like 10 minutes i should probably get off <laughs> <laughs> all right well i probably won't pick that up because i i remember playing the disney one and being like yeah i don't like this ah uh, give it a try give it a try <sighs> all right but i'm not spending three dollars on it you'll get what i'm saying though from the three dollar thing you'll be like oh i see why you bought it because you wanted okay. to, to play. Do you see? You yeah, see, you, see, you follow? Sense. You see what I'm saying? You got it. All right. Well, maybe I'll agree next time. <laughs> and that's all I've been playing. Okay. I have one more. Um, I've been playing Risk of Rain 2. So Risk of Rain 1 is a 2D run-based survival um, style game 
like combat. This says Risk of Rain is action platformer with roguelike elements. Permanent death as a primary feature. Players will have to play their best to get as far as possible. Fight on a mysterious planet with random spawning enemies and bosses, either alone or with three friends in online co-op. So, this is very similar um, to that game, but is three-dimensional. So, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, but it's good. I really like it. Um, it is an early access game right now. But me and Brett and Jake have been playing it all together, and it's been really fun. Um, we have uh, unlocked all the characters that are available right now um, to us. And the cool part about it is that the characters unlock um, really, not strangely, but like they are all like have specific um, requirements. It's not just like, oh, play the game, unlock a character. You have to do certain things to like unlock the characters um and that's really fun um figuring it out or looking it up and like achieving it together i mean like okay this run our goal is to do this and like make it through not just like to get the furthest that we can which is kind of what we're doing now um now that we have everybody but even um past that you can unlock different loadouts for your uh for your character so like the main guy is commando and he's like the very basic run and gun shoot you have a dodge roll and like um like a burst fire ability and you are um, using that on enemies and then um, the goal with him to get his loadout to change one of his abilities is to survive 20 rounds um and that is not easy to do um so the whole kind of gist of this game is that on the top right corner, there is a bar that is constantly moving from easy to medium to hard to crazy to insane to, like... It, and then it just starts getting, like, into, like... There's, like, some kind of, like, crazy... I, I've never gotten to the end of it, but I think there's, like, 20 levels of difficulty on this, like, bar. And it gets consistently harder throughout the whole time. So getting to 20 levels, like, you're definitely, like, getting up into, like, the harder um, areas of this game. Um and then the whole time you're like um, every enemy that you beat uh, gets you money and then the money you spend on um, equipment that you'll find so you find a chest and it'll spawn a random piece of equipment there are rarity levels that are like it goes white green blue um, some of them are are just specific like orange and uh, red or it just depends on the type of ability that it is so like it's it's really fun um and the equipment like stacks so you can get multiple of one thing so there's a there's one that's called um that we call boss bullets i'm not sure exactly i think it's called armor piercing rounds and you can get it and then um whenever you do it increases the amount of damage that you do to bosses so if you find 10 armor piercing rounds you're doing an ass load of damage to bosses now so it's like things stack and then you can also find um, what's called a 3D printer where you can change your item into whatever the printer says. So if you find a armor-piercing round 3D printer, you can take all your items and turn them all into boss bullets is what we call it. Um, and so that makes it really fun. And the different characters like thrive with different types of equipment. Like I like to play the engineer who has um, two turrets um, and he has one uh, equipment that works really well with him because his turrets get all of the items that you get. Um, and so there's like a one that heals you if you stand still for two seconds. So you put your turrets down, they stand still for two seconds and they start healing each other as well as you, if you stand within like range of the turrets, 
So it's got some unique strategy and it gets really fun and really difficult at the same time. And I'm having a blast with it. Um, again, it's early access. So they have two more characters that they say that they're going to put in and it's coming out. Um, there's a big update coming out in December. So we're looking forward to that. And yeah, all the characters have different abilities and I'm trying to think if there's anything else about it. There's a variety of bosses and enemies, but it's just been a blast and uh, easy kind of chill game to hang out, talk um, while we kind of go through these levels. But it does get freaking difficult and like test the limits of my PC because sometimes there's like 70 enemies on the screen. I'm like, what the heck? And we're just like jumping around, dodging, trying to live uh, towards the later stages of each run. So I'm having a great time with it. And that's Risk of Rain 2. <laughs> nice. Sounds yeah. good. Um, okay. We're, we're at 52, 52 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's happens when we play games for a month and we have I to know, talk about right? them. Okay. Do you want to just we're gonna go run through, through the, some... the big news? I mean, really the main main thing that's going on. I think on. Th like three of these can be really quick. And then we'll do the big news. Okay. PS5 I'll let you, launches. Yeah, you lead it. <laughs> okay. PS5 launches 2020 holiday. Um, check out the like little photo of what the dev kit looks like. It is ridiculous. It's like a U. Um, it looks like a car engine. It, it's it's <laughs> so weird. Looking. Yeah, I saw that. But let me look at it again because it oh did gosh. look super weird. It's really strange looking. It's like not form factor at all. It will not look nice on your desk. It is it's so strange. <laughs> yeah, it looks. What is that? Is that just a fan understand. in the middle? Like I don't. It's get... not the final model, so we don't know for sure whether or not this, like, what it's going to end up as. But that's the that's the dev kit that people have in their hands. So I don't think it'll differ too too much. Um, they have new controller as well that had some details on like some haptic technology and adaptive triggers. That looks well, like, so but I cannot get over how bad <laughs> it looks. <laughs> oh, and it says let's get digital on the front, right? Or let's go digital or something like that. Yeah. yeah what is I don't, this what does thing? that mean? What is this thing? <laughs> so holiday 2020, looking forward to it. What will the price um, be? Uh, Minimum the PS5 release at four ninety nine, but we're considering yeah, five ninety nine option as possibility. That's from I was gonna say five hundred. Um, PS5. I don't know if I'll get one. I might. But I I'll probably decide. get a PS4 <laughs> <laughs> once this releases. I'll just give give you mine and then you can... Oh, that's <laughs> fine. I will take that. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. Uh, there's some big games coming out in October. We did mention some of them already, but Trine Four came out. Um killer queen black which is a cool multiplayer game uh ring fit adventure the weird uh accessory switch game for it's kind of the new um we fit check that out it's got a peripheral that looks like a, a steering wheel that you put between your thighs and squeeze and <laughs> it's a little strange um and then outer worlds which i'm excited about check out the trailer for that it looks like a fallout um style game but Fallout has been trashed recently, so this one actually looks pretty fun. And then Luigi's, which I'm excited for. Um, yay. Yay. Uh, everything announced at Riot's. Uh, check that out by yourself. Uh, there's, like, a bunch of stuff <laughs> that Riot announced uh, for... Maybe we'll talk about it next time. But there's, like, they announced a shooter. They announced a fighting game that they're putting out. They announced a card game that they're putting out. Uh, more League of Legends stuff and like their auto chess is coming to mobile so it's all looks really interesting the uh, shooting game looks a lot like um, what's it called oh my gosh the one for Steam 
What's it called? No. Oh, God. Counter-Strike. Um, but with abilities, which is kind of cool. And the abilities are supposed to not do any damage. They're supposed to just help you, like... Uh, they're all utility skills. And Jake is really excited about the uh, free-to-play card game, which is kind of a mix of Magic and Hearthstone. Um, so Sounds I'm like it will that. not catch. We'll see, man. I, I keep saying, like... I, that's why I keep saying to Jake. is like, Dota... Dude, why? Yeah, why would this catch when Dota, like, put out Artifact and it was... Like, Trap, it's yeah. so saturated. We don't want this. Yeah. I don't know. I'll try, I'll try it out because... I know I didn't play Dota's, um, but I'll try this one out only because I think it would be fun to get on the ground floor or something. Like, I came into Hearthstone pretty late, and I got some good, like, I, um, like, got some good traction with it. But I think it would be fun if this does do well, Legends of Runeterra, um, then getting, like, at the beginning of it, starting out, I think I would actually enjoy that. Because then I'll be a part of the meta from the beginning. So we'll see. But I I agree that I'm not 100% sure it's going to catch. No, I'm not interested in that. Um, Seems next big feature will. Oh, Seems next big feature will make any local multiplayer game work online. So you can essentially stream from your PC, and people can join your stream and then play your game, um, like streaming it. Does uh-huh. that make any sense? Remote play together is what it's called. Yeah, the feature sense. will transform any local multiplayer video game into an online one, and will work by having the primary player stream the game for up to three friends, meaning that other players won't have to buy a copy to join in. So that's pretty freaking neat. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, sounds awesome. So I'm excited for that. All right, here's the big news. Um, it's a little big crazy. News. That's actually, this is real, some real news for sure. Yeah, this is like, I mean, if you don't know what's going on in Hong Kong, you should. Um, there is a lot of protests, a lot of violent, uh, vi- a lot of violence towards protesters, um, and they are calling for democracy. And I'm not the most political guy, but I'm trying to keep up with this because I know it's important. Um, but, uh, a big thing happened. There was a guy who expressed some pro Hong Kong views during a Hearthstone tournament and he was stripped of his winnings. He was banned, um, for a, I believe a calendar year. Um, and people have been going crazy over it. Because... You know, the, uh, caster who was with him also. Yeah. Got... Both of them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nuts. Like both casters got like, they cut ties with both casters. Uh, Blizzard did. And so Blizzard has been, you know, been under fire um, because of all of this, obviously. Um, it was a horrible reaction um, because they're just kind of protecting themselves and being like, oh, like, we don't want, you know, anybody to speak negatively about China because they, there's, you know, part of our market involves China. I mean, it's been so, crazy because this spills over even into, I mean, if you know about what's going on in the NBA, too. Like, yeah, yeah with I mean, China is a huge, huge market for not just gaming, obviously, but also with the NBA. So it's really been interesting, I think, to watch how, like, people only care about money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this with whole Blizzard thing, like, all they're trying to do is save their market. And it's like, I think you're creating a political statement even just doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, right, trying, to, they're yeah. trying to stay out of it. Like, look, dude, we're just, we're just trying to... To put out games you know like that that's all we're yeah. trying to do but it's people like, would rather yeah and like yeah oh man it's just there's so many layers to it and it all sucks um it's hard to talk they, about too since it's so yeah. political you know yeah they uh one of the stories that we have here is they remove the 175 dollar may statue from the gear shop as hong kong embraces her as their mascot so because of all this um people have been like posting 
pro-democracy images of May uh, because of Blizzard's reaction. Because so Blizzard... she's she's well, she's the Chinese origin yeah. hero from Overwatch. So right. the exactly. gaming community has taken her image in that way. Yep, and so it is. Um, it is crazy. Like they're doing so much to stop and. Like there's tweets on this article from the angry one angrygamer.net that shows like images of uh, May as part of the like revolution and it's it's a little it yeah I don't have too much to say about it other than like you should be aware of what's happening. And, Here's like, the it facts of it. I mean, really, gamey. yeah, exactly. Like this is what's going on. It's a real issue that it definitely extends beyond gaming in and of itself. But I think it speaks that even uh you know games are affected by this like that just right. shows how deeply rooted this political mess is getting you know what i'm saying like absolutely the fact that blizzard has to get in on it and fired um a pro gamer and a person who just asked the question i mean they you know it's just a caster he's just asking a, an <laughs> yeah. opinion on it and everybody has and a they, right to an opinion so their reaction too was like crazy like it not blizzards but like the casters like like freaked out when he said something they like ducked down to try and get their faces off they were like pushed him off as soon as they knew what he was gonna say and like it still like they still got like repercussion for like asking a question mm -hmm. so and then we have some other stories here about it like magic the gathering pro supports hong kong protests during his championship appearance and he has not um, i mean all these sanctions so. all the news here basically is just saying like educate yourself on it for yeah. sure you know so if you if you have interest in seeing what's going on like it extends into the gaming world yeah yeah and so they're like magic is involved league of legends esports players asked not to discuss sensitive topics on air hey piper um so just yeah be be smart and um Go ahead and educate yourself on it because even if you don't care about politics, this is part of um, something a little bit more important. It's like world news, so yeah. So um, I know that's not like the most uh, happy go lucky. <laughs> yeah. Note to so end what are you on. gonna play? No. Um, we are gonna try to play a little bit of Slay the Spire this um, these two weeks. Uh, I'm also gonna play this month. Luigi's Mansion this month. We're hey this these two weeks. <laughs> these two weeks and then, and then uh when luigi's comments out i'm planning on playing that with Alyssa, like the whole thing um so that I will, will probably, probably be try a to do slow that burn too. abby loved the uh luigi's mansion from before yeah do so it i'm more That'd than be likely fun. to pick that up too okay cool Alyssa's gonna play as gooigi and i'm gonna play as luigi oh wow you guys already picked it up I asked her, I, I was like, do you want to play as Guigi or Luigi? And she said, Guigi, obviously. I was like, all right, sure. Okay, Sounds okay. good. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I did play another game that I'm looking on my Steam. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I played Hello Neighbor. Have you played that? Oh, no. Scary game. I don't like scary games. It is. I don't really want to talk about it. It wasn't that good. <laughs> okay. I just was throwing it out there that I did play that, too. Nice. I played it one night. We downloaded it off of Game Pass. Abby and I did because we were just sitting around bored. And we thought it'd be fun to just like get scared, and yeah. she she played it too, and she was like freaking out. But nice. once awesome. we got like I didn't really know how to play. There was no explanation how to play, and then I ended up like getting through the first area because I had to look it up because I was like I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I was like I'm not just gonna keep looking up everything, so I quit. 
Cool. Hello, Hello neighbor. neighbor. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragdoll. So I'm yeah. going to play Slay the Spire. I also downloaded Super Hot. I Super think that's going to be a fun hot. game I've heard good things Super about. And hot. probably end up beating Tomb Raider. Nice. I love Super Hot. I hope you love it. It's super fun. Thanks. I super love you. Super fun, super hot, super good time. Up. Oh. Okay. You love me? Is that you Aw, I love you. Oh, thanks, dude. Hey, uh, follow us on Instagram at our account. Ask us questions uh, whenever we are going to be consistent. We will put up an Instagram about oh, it. Yeah, and... I forgot to do that. I haven't done that in so <laughs> long. Wow. I'm going to keep streaming a little bit. Anytime we're playing um, Brisk of Rain, I've been trying to stream. Um, I can't stream trying because I don't have a capture card. But give us a rating or leave us a review for our one-year podcast anniversary. And uh, like us on Facebook. And then subscribe to our Twitch. At our account, at our account, at our account. Those are the accounts for pretty much everything. Everything is at our account. At H-O-U-R-C-O-U-N-T. All right. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> You're welcome, Vincent. Thanks for joining me, and thanks for a good year. Yeah, a good year into uh, three more years. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. See you later, brother. Bye.